You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello listeners, welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. I'm your host Jash Kriplani. When it comes to retirement planning, the earlier one starts the better. In today's episode of Why Not Mint Money, we are in conversation with Nisreen Mamaji, who is the founder of MoneyWorks Financial Services. to chat with us on how youngsters can start planning for their retirement early on right at the beginning of their careers welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started with your money journey hi nisreen welcome to the latest episode of why not mint money uh, nisreen today we wanted to chat with you about you know how youngsters should go about their retirement planning uh, you know because they are just starting out their jobs they are just starting to make money uh, they are still far far away from their retirement age but you know still uh, if they want to plan and start thinking about retirement where should they begin so uh, you know that's a very good question uh, uh, basically youngsters have a you know you start typically earning when you're around 25 years old right and you have at least 30 years uh, you know until your retirement Right. So that gives you a fabulous opportunity for letting the magical power of compounding work for you. Right. So even if you start with a small amount, uh, say you start with say five thousand rupees a month or ten thousand rupees a month, right. uh, you know your corpus will be quite large. Thirty uh, right. uh, years later, okay. Right. So right. Uh, you should be really starting with your first paycheck only. Okay. Leave a small amount uh, because you know. Also, when you start, obviously your income may not be that high, but yeah. your expenses will be because you're excited. You've got a job, right. uh, so you know you will be treating your friends. You'll be going for movies. You'll go, yeah. be going for lunches. You'll be splurging on shopping because right. it's the first salaries that you know the first few years that you'll be receiving your salary. Right. Uh, having said that. there there should be a small tutorial i think for every first earner regarding right. savings because right. uh, you know before you know it those 30 years are passed right and you are then looking at retiring uh, retirement uh, maybe with not a good enough corpus sure. i do have investors who have retired in fact from banks okay at the age of 58 okay. they have collected their gratuity and ppf uh, you know from the their banks Yeah. and are now today struggling with their uh, okay. you know retirement needs because it's just right. not enough okay right right so also having said that you also have to keep pace with inflation right yeah, yeah. so you might start with a smaller figure you can start right. with say 5000 or 2 even if you start with 1000 okay yeah. at least it's a beginning because right. i always feel that it's important to take the first step right once you see how that is benefiting you and how the fun- funds are growing then yeah. you yourself will be motivated to add to your retirement kitty and right. make sure that your expenses are lower in the initial stages of your earning so that you can keep on adding to the retirement corpus right right got it uh nisri right? so yeah. uh, you know in terms of yeah go ahead go ahead no no please continue you wanted to add something so in terms of ins- uh, yeah i wanted to add that you know in terms of instruments you know yeah. where should i invest right now right. if you're uh, you know if you're looking at say 25 to 30 years then i think equity uh, would be a no brainer okay because in that span of time uh, you know any volatility that you might have faced will right. be ironed out So right. as we say even the sensex returns of the last 40 years has been you know between 15 to 16% right 
but then right. you have to stay invested right and right. you have to continue right. your monthly investment in order to make these sizable returns right. so therefore uh, if you are an employee who is getting benefits of the employee provident fund then that's always good that right. amount will go towards the epfo and right. the balance what you are managing yourself should typically be in uh, you know 100% equity okay now uh, you know a risk analysis is always done with uh, fresh investors right. but suppose you are a single person without any dependents okay yeah. and you are staying with your parents I'll just give yeah. you an example yeah where whereby you know your risk tolerance can be fairly high because you are not yet married and you don't have children yeah yeah uh, plus your daily you know at least your rent maintenance of the home food may be right. provided by your parents right. so then you should be looking at a higher amount to invest and plus your risk tolerance being higher you should be looking at say a multi cap fund or okay. a mid and a small cap fund because okay. there will be certain amount of value discovery for these kind of funds right. where they will become right. a large cap fund and the price discovery will happen then right. and since you have the risk tolerance and you have the ability to wait for that to happen that right. can be a major chunk of your portfolio Sure. Uh, also, you know, you have to keep aside some amount of emergency funds because you can't save only for your retirement. Right. Uh, so that you know, keep a small amount, say about five or ten percent uh, of your investable surplus. Or you know, suppose you have a loss of job or a medical emergency, or you want to gift your parents something, you right. should have that certain amount of liquidity also with you. Right. But in the initial stages, there is no other goal, so you might as well save for your retirement. Right. 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 and uh, also nisreen uh, you know you mentioned about inflation uh, you know especially for our you know young listeners if you can explain how inflation works and you know why in that context you feel equity would be a good investment asset class for them to start their journey with so you know inflation is like a little bomb basically right. which eats into your savings right suppose you are earning a 12% return on a certain product Right. but your inflation is about 5% so right. your real return in very simple terms is only 7% right sure sure so you have to keep that into account now right. if you have not earned that 12% if you have been a, uh, a person with a very low risk tolerance yeah. and selected something like say a bank fixed deposit which is giving you in the range of 6 to 7% yes now unfortunately in india we are facing a era of slightly higher interest rates and therefore inflation yeah uh, so if your 10 year average of inflation is only between 5 to 6% sure. then what have you earned you, right. it's like running on the treadmill but staying there only yeah so yeah. you have been doing all the right things you've been investing you've been very uh, quick with your first job to start putting money away and right. you know possibly selected a recurring deposit but right. if you have not had the riskability to take something a little with a little more risk uh, uh, ability sure. you know with a little sure. more volatility like say an equity fund sure. then you know what you get back will possibly be lower in real terms than what you've invested right. so the purchasing power of that money when you get it back will hardly be 10 to 20% ability to right. for you to use that money right. so you know your entire 30 year journey has been quite wasted So you always have to look at what is my real return, not just what a, what is the return that the product is giving me, because okay. that is you know uh, not uh, uh, the exact solution uh, basically to what you're looking at. Right, right, right. You know so what you're I... expecting because right. your purchasing power at the time of retirement yeah. has to be also equal to your last salary. 
suppose right. you have now uh, you know you've retired at 55 Right. and you are spending say 2 lakhs a month sure. on your living expenses sure you'll also have to keep aside some amount for travel and emergency needs because you know when you're retired you have a lot more time for right. hobbies and right. uh, uh, things like that so you will also have that amount of ex- extra expenses so in today's term if you have a few are needing 3 lakh rupees yeah 30 years later that 3 lakh rupees will possibly be 10 or 12 lakhs sure. okay So you're not looking at spending three lakhs. The purchasing power remains the same. The standard yeah. of living is also remain the same. Right. So obviously, as an aspiring individual, you also want your standard of living to be higher. So right. Per yeah. month, in that case, you will need at least say twenty lakh rupees, right. which is sounding exorbitant today. Right. But right. if you save rightly, right. then and if you save in an instrument which is also able to beat inflation, at least give you inflation-adjusted returns. Right. Plus a little bit extra, which is why you are recommending equity. equity. That's the reason that one is recommending equity exactly, right. because you know you should always have the ability to beat inflation. And like you said, maybe even you know make more in terms of uh, growth of the capital, so that you can you know even cover if you have higher you know lifestyle expenses as you obviously progress in your life, which is right. likely to happen. Right, right, which is very likely to happen because you know you'll have uh, children or grandchildren who you might want to gift. So right. during your working years, hopefully you have settled your children, you know, in terms sure. of education. But sure. uh, nowadays, par- uh, parents are not looking at uh, uh, you know uh, marriage as a goal. I mean, yeah. I notice a change in you know when we have young couples visiting us. Okay. Marriage is not a very great uh, okay. goal. They feel that uh, okay. they should give a very good education to their children, right. and then marriage can possibly even be you know a registered marriage as far as uh, you know. <laughs> okay. They are thinking that you know they can even go and uh, have a court marriage or something like that. Sure. Sure. So those kind of goals have have now uh, changed. Right. 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 So sure. Sure. At least you, while you are working, you have provided for the children's right. education so that. When they are twenty-five, they have started earning, yeah. and uh, where it, wherever the you know obviously if you are going to live in the metros, then you know the uh, home purchase will be a big right issue. Right, right. So sometimes parents do help them with uh, you know the down payment or the deposits, sure. uh, or if they don't have parents who can afford that, then it's all up to the young couple themselves. Right. So then they will save for ten years for that deposit and then start uh, you know uh, taking right. a loan etc. Right. So all these things also will happen, right? So once right. you get married and you have children and you have school fees, right. you have to buy the home. Right. So absolutely. the retirement corpus, therefore, if you start early, then the power of compounding can really work. a lot sure. of magic for you and like you also said that you know it also depends upon in which uh, city or town or you know some might want to go back to their native village or whatever that will also have an right. impact on uh, you know your retirement needs eventually where you retire right. also makes a difference right exactly that's very important because metros will have its own expense and you know lifestyle expenses will differ and you know also uh, nasreen uh, you know what about uh, you know the other retirement uh, products that are out there you know that government offers like uh, you know ppf public provident fund Or for yeah, you matter, have NPS also. NPS also, right, right, right. Uh, so I, I mean, uh, basically, you know, if you continue with uh, the EPFO, which is a compulsory uh, kind right. of an instrument, 
Uh, there you will be able to, uh, you know, continue with the investments. But if you are doing it yourself, as I said earlier, yeah, uh, NPS is also always a good option. I mean, right. NPS hasn't so far given you uh, fabulous uh, returns. Okay. Uh, also, you know, there will be some amount of restriction in withdrawal because what happens is that right. during the twenty-five to thirty-year term, there might be some kind of emergency where you might need to withdraw from your retirement fund and then put it back. Right. NPS will have certain restrictions because you know the uh, amounts will not be able to be available to you at an earlier right. date. Right. Uh, right. Also, the uh, also the uh, performance of the NPS uh, funds has not been on par. So I feel that a do-it-yourself kit, uh, you know, where you sit with a certified financial planner and right. you kind of right. create a retirement plan. And of course, you review it regularly to make sure that you know your goals are being met. Because initially you're working with retirement, but then later on you'll have so many more goals. So yeah. you have to make sure yeah. that all the retirement plans are, uh, you know, are uh, um, all your goals are being met. So obviously, you will have to work very closely with a planner and make sure that the retirement goals are, you know, obviously being met. And review it every two to three years to know that you are on track. So that if you want to make some changes, of course, you can. So I therefore I've suggested that if you go for a hundred percent equity fund, uh, you know, for the longer term, which is a twenty-five to thirty-year retirement fund, it makes more sense from your uh, perspective to do it yourself, but of course to monitor it very closely. So you, it's not just that you take it and you forget about it. Right, uh, and also uh, Nasreen, you know, for our potential future retirees, uh, right? How should they go about the withdrawing? It's still you know a lot of time before they retire, but. when right. they retire or when they are close to their retirement you know how should they right. switch to other asset classes how should they withdraw you know should they then completely switch to debt or should they still continue to keep some part in equity and you know gradually move to debt yeah so you know initially uh, when you have the retirement corpus yeah if you have been a smart investor and you've invested for 30 odd years then you can start a withdrawal plan from that plan itself okay you sure. might not have to make too many changes because your corpus is already that high but if you started later then uh, you know your plan may not be uh, sustainable because you may not be able to withdraw from it in right. that case then you know you will have to do an allocation between uh, debt and equity because equity as i as i mentioned earlier will require a certain number of years to work its magic Right. So, as a young person, if you started, then you will already have a large enough corpus, and you may not have to make too many changes to that because you can start withdrawing from that plan itself. Okay. But if you started in your forties, okay, then you have have had only ten years, say, for the creating a retirement corpus. In that case, it may not be very robust. Your retirement okay. plan may not have the ability to give you back. Okay. So, uh, in that case, then we create a plan. whereby we include the investors uh, you know the employee provident fund the gratuity the vrs we create a corpus for the first 1 to 2 years of say for the first year the funds would be put in a liquid fund where you just get your monthly uh, expenses okay. uh, the 2 to 3 year uh, investment is in a product called equity savings which has a lower amount of equity okay uh, between 4 to 5 years we would be then recommending say a balanced advantage fund which again has a slightly higher amount of equity uh, compared to the equity savings sure. and money which is invested for 5 years onwards would be in a large cap fund okay. or a multi cap fund okay. so depending on when the investor has uh, retired and also depending on the corpus value itself 
you know this kind of breakup would be done okay right. but for a person who's already started investing in his 20s and the, the corpus is large enough then you don't have to get into these uh, ekdam sure. uh, you know uh, uh, tiny planning but for sure. a, a person who started in his 40s or maybe his 50s then we have to be very exact because your equity component is not able to give you a withdrawal uh, for at least 5 to 7 years so until then right. we have to Uh, create uh, you know corpuses from debt or liquid or hybrid in order to sustain the family uh, thanks a lot nisreen for joining us thanks for your time thank you listeners for joining us today if you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations do log into our channel why not mint money on spotify where you'd always find me omnipresent also if you have any new ideas or suggestions you can dm me on twitter my twitter handle is at the rate jash kriplani that is J A S H K R I P L A N I. You can always reach out to us over the email. Our email ID is mintmoney at the rate liemint dot com. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com.